Ahoy! And welcome to the Gentle Yoga Warriors weekly podcast in association with naturemeditations.earth. So let's do this. Let's reconnect with joy once again. So season two is all about observations and today we are going to observe a better way to take care of you. I know only too well what it feels like to forget to care for myself. I used to be one of those people who would often put the needs of others way before my own. I used to be the worst when it came to looking after myself. Seriously, my compassion bordered on martyrdom. I had the idea that I was less important and that my job was to be of service no matter what, no matter how detrimental it was to my own well-being. The trouble was I got so into other people's needs I forgot my own. One day, a while ago, I said yes to teaching six two-hour classes in different parts of my city all in one day. I didn't want to let people down. It was stupid for me to think this way, yet something inside me said that I couldn't say no. The amount of energy that it took meant that by the end of the day, I barely had the energy to cook my dinner and swiftly fell asleep on the sofa. This is not what's, what being healthy is about. By not caring for myself, I was putting the message out to the world that I didn't count. After all, if I didn't care for myself, how could I expect anyone else to? I'm sure you've been there yourself in some way, shape or form. The problem is, we're not always aware of how we're treating ourselves. Don't get me wrong, helping others is very noble and it's something close to my heart, but I no longer do it at the expense of my health, happiness or well-being. I like to inspire rather than fix So how did I learn to care for myself better and how can you possibly help yourself in all of this? My observations are as follows. Meditate, meditate, meditate. Allow the time and space just to be. It's ultimate in self-care and self-care equals compassion. Meditation is like giving your head a massive, glorious spring clean All that dust, junk and clutter that has accumulated from overthinking benefits from an energetic vacuum. To be still and receptive is to be one with life. The good news is we all have the ability to do this. It just takes a bit of dedication some days to get onto that mat. But once you do, the benefits will unfold. Yes, we all have stuff to do and I'm sure we can all think of a million excuses of other things that we can do instead of setting aside that time for self-care. But life is getting too fast in so many ways. So to counterbalance this for your health and well-being and hence the effects that you have people within your life like your family and friends, love yourself enough to start counting meditation as important as cleaning your teeth. And if you listen to my previous podcast, I do have some tips on meditation. The other observation I have is food. So eating healthily. 
When it comes to food, I feel this is a place where many people struggle with trying to break old habits. Perhaps we've all done it, had the greatest intentions to stick to a healthy eating plan, and then along comes a friend or relative with a delicious chocolate cake, and somehow we forget, and it's all too late before we remember we've already took into that cake. It's not about never eating chocolate cake, but having the self-love to fuel your body with what is good for it, rather than what sugary cravings you have. So next time you see that cake, decide, can I have a short-term discomfort of saying no for the long-term benefits of healthy eating? You may may decide on this occasion it's worth the sugar hit. That's fine too, but try to have less sugar and more healthy vegetables. Your skin and mind and body will love you for it. Have this saying that people in the future will look back at our diet and proclaim that sugar was the drug of the time, that it was very addictive And they'll be horrified at how shops encourage us to eat so much sugar. Also, taking the time to sit and cook yourself something from scratch, buying the vegetables and taking your time is a great meditation within itself. The next observation I have is learning to set new boundaries, learning to say no. This I found the most difficult in the past to implement. However, it has been worth the effort As I was saying in the first paragraph, by not saying no to at least some of the classes I was asked to teach that day, I was being unkind to myself. I probably wasn't giving the best classes even because I was so tired. I'm still learning like the rest of us, but now understand it's more harmful to say yes when we mean no. The short-term discomfort of saying no means that we are living in truth. Equally, when we say no, when we mean yes, is also detrimental. People understand and respect your boundaries when you're more open and honest with them. And if they don't, then that's their problem, not yours. Make time for your dreams by doing less of the stuff that you don't need to do. Never give up on your dreams. What I'm learning to do is see my setbacks as stepping stones of progressive learning. Also to celebrate with gratitude when things work out for me. Remember your self-worth is not measured through seeking other people's approval of what you're doing. It's not measured about how successful you are in your career or how much money you have. It's about how present you are in the world. We are all worthy. I find that sometimes people can feel disconcerned when others go for their dreams. They can be negative instead of supportive due to their own fears. Best not to feel into their bitterness, but instead send them compassion. Do you rock the boat? Do dare to dream and then take steps towards those dreams all the time, enjoying the journey and approaching it with effort, but with a sense of surrender at the same time. And the other great, great observation is don't forget to enjoy life. The present moment is filled with joy and happiness. If you're attentive, you will see it. Don't be so focused on what you wish you had that you forget to see the joy in your life. Joy is shown gratitude for the present moment by enjoying it. Living in the UK, I notice that many people have conditions on their joy around the weather. We are completely and utterly obsessed with the weather. It's one of the biggest icebreakers, I would say, in the UK. It was, oh, isn't the weather warm? Oh, isn't the weather cold? Blah, blah, blah. I say find joy on your day when whatever it is, even if it's raining, even if it's sunny, joy, joy, joy. 
If you had a horrible day before going to bed, also remember to think of at least one thing that you're grateful for. Be it small or big, there's always joy to be seeked out if only we would attune the lens of our perception to see it with more loving, open eyes. So I hope these observations were of benefit to you. This is season two. Thank you for all of you that listened to season one. See you next week in episode two. Gentle Yoga Warriors weekly podcast in association with naturemeditations.earth. So let's do this. Let's reconnect with joy once again.